1: They get their minutes, and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black. Minute 11, a crowd has gathered in Dave and Annie's living room, and that crowd includes an amateur film crew. A minor note from the commentary track, those hiking boots on the shoe rack belong to producer John Charles Meyer. To tackle Minute 11, we have… actually, we have a problem. a problem here. And I suppose this was inevitable. I mistakenly gave Minute 11 to multiple parties, so. Minute 11, version 2. Liz Whitaker of Mean Girls Minute, along with Alison Grimm. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is. Wackadoodle crazy. doodle mm-hmm. yeah. crazy. that. This doesn't make any sense. a problem?
2: To no, no, no. It's like a fucking cocktail
1: party in here. I get a few words from you before you go.
0: Hello listeners, and welcome to another minute of t- another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Ahoy! Yeah. Duff with those silky smooth tones. <laughs> Listeners, today we are discussing minute 11 of Titanic, the greatest achievement in human history.
2: Wait a minute. Is this cardboard Titanic? I, I think so. I, okay. I just want to yeah. make sure I didn't watch the wrong minute.
0: No, this is definitely cardboard Titanic.
2: Oh, okay, great.
0: Yeah. It's the one with... Uh, Regular Titanic is the one with Billy Zane. This is the one with James Urbaniak. It's an important distinction. Perfect, I know perfect. Great. Like, okay. I, I get them mixed up all the time. Like I have to have like a mnemonic in my head to figure out like which one's Billy Zane and which one's James Urbaniak.
2: I get them confused all the time. Yeah. What what are we talking about? What is this movie? Um well you, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't know what this movie was when I first watched the minutes. Uh, I hear, I hear. Tell it's called something like Dave. Dave builds a maze.
0: Dave made a maze. Dave made
2: a maze. And it was
0: really, it was really hard for me to look up because there's. I thought it was just called Maze, and there's so many movies. <laughs> like there's Maze Runner, and then there's like a whole bunch about this Irish prison escape. So that looks interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I guess there was an Irish prison called Maze, and there was a big escape from it.
2: All right, and we mean yeah. we mean Maze like. Uh, The kind that would have a minotaur in the middle, not like corn. Not like corn. Great. Okay. This isn't a movie about corn.
0: I know. I was really disappointed when I figured that out.
2: (laughs) So the the thing about this minute we had first, minute 11, is that you actually hear Dave's voice coming out of a cardboard box contraption in the middle of a room. And, And basically we find out Dave built a maze in his living room. So, you know, with Minute 11, we got the basically the title in our Minute.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, his girlfriend has invited a bunch of people over to see the maze, which I guess I would do too. Maybe? I don't know. I feel like if I got home and my husband had built a big maze in the living room, I would think that was really cool.
2: Okay, so I wasn't sure if... um... Dave had invited the people over, and she was like, "Why are you all in my house? Why is my living boyfriend, husband, person in the middle of a cardboard box and can't get out? What is happening? Why? What is my life? I'm just gonna spread some jelly on this yeah. bread. Get out." <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was her vibe or if she yeah. was like, or if she didn't everyone come him. see what Dave has created in our home. <laughs> Did you see Mother?
0: no oh it the way you were just describing it reminds me of mother because uh what's his face javier bardem is like a famous author and these people like keep coming into their house to see him and jennifer like they keep destroying the house that jennifer lawrence has renovated oh and it gets really stressful
2: that sounds super stressful yeah man i would be so mad if somebody Came into my house and messed anything up. I've worked very hard written <laughs> this house. Yeah. But also I've only seen like five movies in the entire history of the world.
0: Oh, maybe don't start with mother then.
2: <laughs> Actually that's not true. There are at least seven Star Wars movies. So that you've seen, okay. So that
0: counts. <laughs> seen, yeah. Maybe ten. <laughs> ten movies. <laughs> ever. Ten movies. Ever. One I of them one of them is
2: Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but not all of cardboard titanic yet. No.
0: Yeah, um so I looked on Wikipedia and I guess they like invited friends over and then two flemish tourists.
2: Okay, cuz what's life without flemish tourists? I agree.
0: Yeah, I think that was a really a really good choice that the movie made. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so one of the first th- one of the things I noticed early in the minute is there's like just a shot of somebody throwing their shoes on a shoe pile. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Oh, so apparently there's a no shoe shoes rule in this house, you know, because all of the other shit on the floor might get your shoes dirty."
0: <laughs> I was just, there's uh, yeah, stuff everywhere. There's, just so yeah, there's probably like
2: building materials. <laughs> well, I, just in this minute, you you look around and there's like arts and crafts supplies on the floor, and I don't know. There's just stuff strewn everywhere. I was like, "Yeah, you definitely don't want to get." any inside the house dirtiness on your <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> shoes. that would contaminate the
0: purity of the maze.
2: Exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, did they put their shoes back on to go in? Well, we don't know if they're going to go yeah. in the maze. Spoilers. My bad.
0: I have no idea what happens later in this movie.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, so one of the first people we meet in this minute is Leonard of the Excellent Sweater. Yes. Of the, of the House of... Cosby sweater. <laughs> um, and I was just like wait when was this movie made and how long has Leonard owned that sweater because it definitely looked like a sweater my dad wore in 1990
0: do you think he's owned it since then or is he the kind of guy who would like buy a, a nerdy like a grandpa sweater at Goodwill and be like yeah I'm gonna rock this look this is my new look
2: I think his Uncle Larry passed and left all of his clothing to Leonard. And Leonard was like, yeah, man, I don't need to spend money on clothes. (laughs) Larry gave me all of his. I'm just going to wear Larry's clothes.
0: What a kind soul Uncle Larry is. (laughs) Right. Poor Leonard didn't have anything other than Ghostbusters (laughs) t-shirts.
2: And definitely not the new Ghostbusters with the women in it.
0: No, absolutely not. That is literally raping my childhood.
2: Yeah. like You can't, can't have it. Can't have that. No women.
0: Uh, I actually really loved Lady Ghostbusters. So
2: it didn't do it for me. I oh, really? wanted to love it. And the first, I don't know, maybe the first 45 minutes, I was like, yeah, okay. I can get into this. And then... It sort of just felt like the same jokes were repeated in the next 30 minutes. Oh. I don't know. It was... It is, you know, the thing is maybe it just might... Ghostbusters might not be like my type of movie. Also, also I am such a chicken that I never finished it because it got too scary for me. <laughs> I am a 33-year-old adult human and I could not finish the movie because I was just like this is just too tense for me I can't that may have also colored my opinion
0: so you're the lady the Home Depot cashier was talking about when she said an adult woman complained to the manager that the Halloween display was too scary (laughs) uh
2: no I'm not that ridiculous (laughs) I can manage the uh Halloween decorations at your local (laughs) the <laughs> home really, superstore
0: the really crappy animatronic
2: werewolf the uh, inflatable ghost <laughs> d- doesn't scare me it's okay i've got yeah no i'm like there are episodes of doctor who that i've only seen once because i was like no this is too scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we're working with here
0: wow yep this Dave Made a Maze movie might be too scary for you. Uh,
2: I mean, it, there's a strong chance that it is.
0: Really? I'll, I'll watch have, it. I'll report back.
2: Watch it in the daytime and not alone.
0: <laughs> oh. Uh, I. Uh, my mom's a really big horror movie buff, so I've been watching them since I was way too young to be watching them.
2: And I think that helps because it, it you know, it inoculates you at a young age right. against being yeah. scared. My... Nieces, their mom is huge into horror movies, so they've been watching them uh, since they were wee small children. I, on the other hand, the first horror movie I saw was Nightmare on Elm Street, and the circumstances under which I saw it were not great. Oh. So uh, my brother is nine years older than I am. So when I was, you know, four, he was significantly larger and stronger than I, than I, and uh, he Found my sister's ankle weights from volleyball conditioning. What? And strapped ankle weights on me and sat me in front of Freddy Krueger so I couldn't get away.
0: Oh my god! So this might
2: yeah. have something to do with why I'm Shh. afraid of scary movies.
0: Are you okay? <laughs> like, have you worked through this trauma?
2: Um, you know. Probably in some of my earlier therapy sessions. You know, we've moved on since then. Okay. To later in life traumatic events. Right. (laughs) He's not a sociopath. Okay. He hasn't murdered anyone. That you know uh, of. That I know of. (laughs)
0: Liz's brother, don't listen to this. We love Uh, you very much.
2: (laughs) He's not going (laughs) to (laughs) listen. We are surprisingly not very close.
0: Uh... Uh,
2: yeah so that's where my fear of horror movies comes from oh okay yeah, uh, so that's why i'm not afraid of halloween decorations just right. scary movies
0: just movies yeah
2: especially ones
0: that make you feel like you're trapped i'm guessing
2: uh yeah that's not a yes oh wow you may have just uh unpacked something for me <laughs> Liz and Allison yeah. do therapy. Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: Tell me about you, I mean, mother. <laughs> I mean, Robin Duff do therapy. I mean, yes. Yeah, so I was actually able to, I've also worked in a haunted house. So, you know, real life scary things, not as bad as cinematic scary things.
0: Right. Especially since, you know, cinematic scary things can use tricks to make it look better than it actually is right when you're seeing it face up like you can tell how fake it is
2: yes whereas in real life i can see it and i can yeah sort of pick it apart
0: right usually <laughs>
2: i can try <laughs> so we also meet harry in our minute who's making a documentary and this is where it got confusing because i thought that was billy zane at the at the beginning, yeah,
0: I I thought it was Billy Zane too. Like that's another reason why I had trouble googling this movie because I was looking up like Billy Zane maze and nothing was showing up.
2: It it was that was the challenge.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm glad you it persevered.
0: Took, yeah, it took a couple minutes, but I was like, oh, what if that's James urbaniac Oh yeah, okay. Oh. Yeah, I could have sworn
2: it was Billy Zane. Uh, and he is. So he's making a documentary about the maze. So
0: I guess he must have had all that stuff ready to go. Like, maybe he was in the middle of shooting another documentary and then Annie let him know about the maze. And he was like, cancel the other one. Bring the boom mic that like I just <laughs> have. Like, we're already ready to shoot this.
2: Yeah, I, I was ready to, ready for one of my friends to lose his mind and build a cardboard maze in his <laughs> living room. Man, that's a lot of cardboard, though. That is.
0: Where do you think, do you think he collected it, like, over a long period of time, and Annie just, like, didn't notice that their house was filling up with cardboard?
2: (laughs) Or maybe he, maybe he works at the mall, and he knows Mm. what day everybody does their shipment. Oh, yeah. And he just was like, hey, can I have your boxes this week? And he kept them in his car so she didn't know. Okay. That's a good, that's a good theory. Yeah. That's, that's. For anyone who's never worked at a mall, that's how it works. <laughs> when when stores get their shipment, there's just so many boxes. So you could totally build a cardboard
0: fort outside of a mall, like in the parking lot outside the dumpster.
2: Honestly, that's probably a better use than it all, them all getting thrown away, which is what happens. Yeah. No, Not, not a lot of recycling happening. Oh, no. No, they
0: all go into a dumpster and go to the dump.
2: Yeah, a big disgusting dumpster that nobody's going to pick through to recycle the things. Oh, God, no. Uh, So when when Harry is talking, Harry or T-shirt guy, I can't actually remember. Oh, yeah.
0: T-shirt guy looks really familiar, but he's not anybody that I know.
2: His T-shirt, the design on his T-shirt also looks really familiar, like I should know what it is. Yeah. But I don't. He's just that guy.
0: Yeah, he, there's one of him in every like nerd circle.
2: He's yeah, he's just standard white nerd dude.
0: He definitely hosts a minute by minute podcast.
2: For sure, <laughs> definitely for sure. Because they come out of a mold. <laughs> hey, now not all of them. <laughs> uh, Only the males. Yeah, there's there's definitely a a strong trend among. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we we love you, we love you guys
2: um, but so Dave mentions that there are obstacles and booby traps in his box city yeah it sound,
0: it sounds like he's pretty far in there too,
2: yeah, and they're sort of like well you you put them, you put obstacles in your box city, and he's like, yeah, for fun, oh, okay, for fun, that's okay, then,
0: well, yeah, as long as supposed as- to.
2: As long as you've got a good reason, Dave.
0: Hey, did you know the Minotaur in this movie is a sexy wrestler named John Hennigan, a.k.a. John Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. (laughs) Johnny Impact. No, I'm serious. A.k.a. Johnny Blackcraft. So like every promotion he goes to, he changes his last name like based on the promotion. Like my husband and I went to the first Blackcraft wrestling show, and we even made a joke because we knew he was gonna be there. And he's like, "What do you like? What are the odds that his name's gonna be Johnny Blackcraft?" And no shit, like he was Johnny Blackcraft. <laughs> you
2: fucking kidding me? Wait, Dave put a fucking minotaur in the middle of his maze. <laughs> Where do you think the minotaur came from? <laughs> I didn't know there was a minotaur. Uh <laughs> it's I minute eleven of this movie that I've never seen.
0: <laughs> I read the Wikipedia page. And like it's a maze. Goddamn researchers. Of course there's a fucking minotaur. It's a well, maze. R- like I if mean, you right. have a maze, like that's just that's just maze one oh one.
2: Where do you think Dave got a minotaur to put in the middle of his maze? Um the pet store?
0: Well, if he was collecting cardboard boxes, um, well, there's a David Lynch movie where there's somebody like legitimately scary out by a dumpster, and it's like a like a jump scare almost. And it like comes out of nowhere. It's like behind a diner, and I'm a really bad David Lynch fan for not remembering off the top of my head because I run How dare you. I run a fucking Twin Peaks shit posting page on Facebook. <laughs> of course you do. Of, yeah, right. Of course I do. Um, I guess I could have.
2: That's so on brand. Yeah,
0: it, it's really on brand. <laughs> I kind of. Uh, I don't want to say I've distanced myself from the day-to-day running, but, like, legit, there's, like, 50,000 members, and it gets really
2: old. old. Damn. Yeah. It's Mulholland Drive. Okay. Don't worry. If you just Google David Lynch dumpster, it comes up.
0: Okay. So so maybe he got the Minotaur from a dumpster.
2: Okay. (laughs) With his cardboard
0: boxes to build his little maze. He just
2: collected everything in one place. You know what? That seems practical and economical, and I, I can dig it.
0: Um, so John Morrison is also in a movie called Russell Madness, which is about a Jack Russell dog who becomes a pro wrestler. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you need to look up this gif, um... I'll, I'll send it to you. I don't even know like what to search for, but it's like one of the greatest gifts I've ever seen because he holds out his hand for the dog to shake like after a match, and then he pulls his hand back and runs it through his hair while he's laughing at the dog. <laughs>
2: uh, I found it. Okay. <laughs> I found it.
0: Don't worry. Oh my okay. god. What? <laughs> also, he has more abs than I am years old. He has so many abs. Like it's unnatural. Uh, John Morrison, not the dog. I don't know if the dog has abs. <laughs> I
2: don't know how that works in <laughs> dog anatomy.
0: Um, I mean, other than like furry anatomy, but like regular dogs don't have abs.
2: <laughs> I love. I'm just gonna watch this gift for the rest of my it's life. So good. <laughs> but he doesn't even like run his fingers through his hair he just wipes his hand over the top of his head (laughs) he doesn't even do it right
0: (laughs) he's such a good heel such a good heel i love him he's really good too he's like a parkour dude he's a really good wrestler if you're listening to this and you enjoy pro wrestling i recommend the show lucha underground It is if a it's a supernatural telenovela about an underground wrestling ring that's also like a temple to the Aztec gods. Okay, that's the yeah, that's the proper response. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but he's on it. He's Johnny Mundo on that because I'm surprised he's not Johnny Lucha. So, are you gonna watch this movie? After doing these random minutes.
2: I is, is it streaming somewhere?
0: I don't know, but is this going to be your 11th movie?
2: It might be. Okay. I, think, I think this might be my 11th movie. Okay.
0: So I think I'm going to watch it. It seems like a funny movie. It's got one of my favorite wrestlers in it. Yeah. Yeah, you know.
2: One thing I like is that the people in it all look normal
0: they look like people yeah they look like
2: people you might know Mm. like the woman that plays annie is an attractive woman Mm -hmm. but she is not a cookie cutter
0: yeah like she doesn't have like perfectly curled hair she's not wearing like a full face of makeup she's not wearing fucking heels and like a pencil skirt in the house
2: she looks like a like someone who came home and found that their dumb fuck boyfriend b- built a cardboard fort in the middle of the room and now she's got to deal with shit.
0: Yeah. I'd be really excited if I came home and there was a huge cardboard fort in my living room, but not as excited as my cats would be.
2: <sighs> my talks would be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs>
0: So, Liz, where can we hear more of your dulcet tones?
2: So, listeners, if you enjoyed this conversation, you can check out one that's sort of similar on Minute 193 of Titanic Minute. (laughs) Or you can listen to me talk and talk and talk and talk by listening to Mean Girls Minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do not have a podcast Yeah. yeah seriously Um, if you are a Twin Peaks fan you can join Twin Peaks log posting on Facebook and I will maybe approve you if I ever get around to it (laughs) Uh, otherwise um, I will be on a week of Mogwai Minute whenever its second season starts and I will also be doing a week of Minute Impossible
2: I hope you've enjoyed what we did here today. Yeah. If not, sorry, because there's more coming. And the sad part, the scary part is, you won't even know.
0: It'll be a surprise, like a minotaur waiting around a corner.
2: And then I can probably disarm all the traps. And then we could we can finish this maze!
1: Who is with me? That was Liz Whitaker of Mean Girls Minute and Allison Grimm taking on Minute 11 of Dave Made a Maze. They will be back in Minute 14. Next time on Dave Made a Minute, we've got Sean German and Dave Palace from Groundhog Minute along with James Costa of Whole Wheat Costa taking on Minute 12. Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals featured in the film Dave Made a Maze and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, and check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening. As long as we're all working together, this is going to be fine. It's going to be great. I need you to notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what?